Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Deborah Hatswell and you're listening to BBR Investigations. Tonight I bring you many new reports that feature EMA, entities, beings and a host of unknown horrors and a number of new reports you've never heard before. Please join me as I share them for the first time and we have an update from the witness at Bernabat who saw the creature watching her and the family through the window of the cottage in Deeside. But tonight, we're going to start with a report that's titled One night, it was a short, dark figure. Two nights later, it looked like Slender Man. This witness contacted me quite recently, and he said, In 2011, I was away studying at university, and I was living in the halls of residences which are located in a country park. The grounds of the university had its own myths and legends, and they ranged from ghost sightings to a supposed hall of buried treasure that was hidden back in the 14th century. He said, I remember one night I was in a friend's room, and we were working on a project which took us late until the early hours. At around 5am, the morning light was starting to break through the sky. I took a break. I had a smoke leaning out of the window, which was on the second floor. The room I was in was at the back of the building and it overlooked a small grass area and a gravel car park that was divided by hedges. I remember looking down at the hedges and I saw what I believed to be a small dark figure and that figure was human shaped. I started to get an uneasy feeling as I felt like it was staring straight back at me. And what I found strange was that it was quite light out, light enough to see everything else. But this figure was completely black. It had no face. It had no clothing, etc. I thought maybe it was just my eyes playing tricks on me due to working overnight and maybe still being awake in the early hours. So to make sure, I asked my friend to come and have a look out of the window at it. And she also thought it was odd. We then both jumped out of our skin as the figure shot off quickly and moved off to the left. I tried to follow with my eyes where it went and looking at the hedges, which you could see through as they were very brambly, but it had vanished. I should have been able to see it move through there. I didn't understand how one minute it was there, standing looking at me, then the next minute it was completely gone. We both stared for a while, hoping the strange, dark, small figure would come back or to see if we could spot it. 
but even watching closely, we saw nothing. I don't scare easily, but this freaked us both out. We sat down in the room just thinking and we were baffled by what we'd seen. We tried to come up with some explanations and rationale, but we couldn't. In the end, we just decided maybe it was some weirdo creeping around looking into students' rooms. This was our first encounter with this thing, but two nights later, we witnessed something that was far worse. So much so, it has stuck with me to this day, and I've never quite got my head around it. As I say, it was just two nights later, when again I was back at my friend's room, only this time it was about 1am. We were both smoking at the window when we saw it. It was behind the car park, standing by the woodland area. But it wasn't small and human shape like the other night. Instead, it was now tall, ridiculously tall, and it was skinny and all black in colour and it was walking slowly towards the woods. It had long, gangly arms and long legs. I dropped my cigarette in disbelief and I looked at my friend and I said, are you seeing this or am I going mad? And she just swore and she was fixated on this thing. It was like that Slenderman thing, but it was all black. It didn't have any features and it was much bigger. It wasn't looking at us this time. It was just walking slowly towards the woods and within seconds it disappeared into the wood line. We both had to sit down and question our reality and our sanity. We weren't drunk nor were we on drugs, I never have been. We thought both sightings must be linked somehow due to the short period of time between them. He said we found it odd that they both looked completely different. Still to this day I can't explain the sightings more so the second one. I came across Deborah's page a while back and reading other people's stories and experiences has made me finally decide to share mine. I'm hoping I can find some answers. I've always been skeptical about monsters and myths, although I've always enjoyed reading about them. However, after that night, it made me think, are they really out there? Some questions I had, and you probably had the same, is was it the witness themselves that caught the interest of the thing watching them? Was it showing itself to anyone who could see it? Was it interested in the girl as the event happened when he visited her apartment? Or was it from the land itself? Who knows what's been summoned or conjured there since the first time that land revealed its secrets? And there are some very similar reports. This report was shared with me via YouTube and I'm unsure where in the world this took place, but I do feel we should add it here as it would seem the monster in this case seemed to court more than one generation of this family. This is titled, he wore black clothes and his skin looked like the color of moonlight. I called him my monster when I was a little girl. I would see him as he'd come across the field next to our house when I was growing up. He stood over seven feet tall. He wore black clothes and his skin looked like the colour of the moonlight. His eyes were a dark reddish black and he was complete with a set of horns in the shape of a U. His hair was multicoloured and a little longer than his shoulders. 
and I always knew when he was going to come. My chest would throb, and without any fear of the night, I'd go outside and meet him. I was a little girl. It all started when I was six years old. He was a giant, and when he spoke, it was like a deep, gravelly growl. He always smelled like smoke and fire, and he would visit me often as I grew up. He is the most stunning male I have ever seen. Years later, in that same house, my daughter was looking out of the bedroom window and she saw a massive figure standing at the top of the shop, which has a giant pole barn located right next door to our house. My daughter said she knew he was male and that he was huge and it was like he was wrapped within the shadows. The freaky part is, she was the same age that I was when I first met him. The description of the entities in these reports must have been terrifying for the witnesses. Each thing is horrid in its own special way. Yet the witness in the case of the Moonlight Man had no fear of him. In fact, she said that he was stunning. What if this being can enchant as well as scare? What do they call it in the old vampire books? To glimmer, I think the term is mesmerization a very easy way of stunning your prey like a cat with a mouse and then strike at the most opportune moment the witness in our next case name is liam and he wasn't home when this happened to him he was out in the car with a friend and he said hi deb i was out one night with my mate and had a pretty weird experience well you both saw what we can only describe as a slender looking man, a thing or a person. For a bit of context, me and my mate are car enthusiasts and we enjoy driving. That's why we were out so late. I think we were seeing what my new suspension was like at the time. This happened about four years ago now. We would have been around 21, 22 at the time. I think it was 2018. I can't quite remember what time of year it was. I just remember the weather being dry and not too cold. Me and my mate decided to go for a drive in my car and explore some of the back roads here in the Lake District. It was pretty dark outside, it must have been past 10pm, and there was literally no cars around up these roads we were exploring. I was looking for a bit of dirt, a gravel, so I could just park up and do some stupid stuff, handbrake turns and the like. I came to a stop just after a bridge and I pulled the car slightly to the left side of the road and I seen some promising gravel. I thought maybe we could go there and be idiots. We were both looking over our left shoulder at this road and wondering if we should go down it. As my car was lowered, I think it would have made it. And I noticed a light at the bottom of the road. I assumed it was a house, so we decided we'd better not go down there. As we set off driving, I flicked the high beams back on. And as the beam pattern raised, we saw an old barn-type building at the side of the road, just behind a bit of greenery probably 20 metres in front of us. And in the doorway is what we can only describe as a really tall person wearing a suit. You can see the outline of the white shirt and a bit of his blazer, but he had no face from what we can remember. It was the first thing that grabbed both our attention and I flicked on the high beam and probably three to five seconds later, I spun off up that road to get away from there. And we were both shouting, half screaming, 
what the heck was that? About half a mile up the road, we decided to go back, calm down, check it out. I went back to the exact bit we parked up on. I put the I-beams on and nothing. There was nothing there. Now, I'm not saying we saw the Slender Man, but we genuinely have no idea what else you would describe this as. I went back to the building in the daytime a few weeks later and there was nothing. All there was was an old oil drum in the barn and it was half rusty and half still had paint on it but it wasn't near the doorway and it was nowhere near the height of what we saw. We still talk about that night to this day. We can't work out what we saw. I think that's understandable regardless of the situation that you're in. Can you imagine seeing it as a child and it's staying with you absolutely forever. In our next case, the creature that was seen by a child and the child being four or five years old had a skeletal-like face with skin that clung to it. And the witness said, When I was four or five years old, I was staying at my grandparents' home and I was going through a really stressful time. I used to have many bad dreams back then when I was around that age. But one dream really stood out to me because it seemed extremely real. So much so that I've had dreams that were far less realistic in comparison based on this experience. So usually at night I'd have a candle near my bed because I was scared of the dark. But I'd woken up sometime during the night and I noticed that my candle was off. I don't know why, but I was feeling very uncomfortable. So I hid under the covers. I was looking through the smallest crack in the quilt because I could hear some hissing sounds in my room. So I peeked out, trying to find out what was going on. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. While still trying to stay hidden, the thing making the noise approached the bed. I think, but I don't remember the exact order of things. At some point, it got so close, it grabbed or touched my leg. But somehow I was able to get up on my feet. I was told by adults that if I pretended to be a superhero, I could deal with monsters in bad dreams. So I shouted at it loudly. 
I'm a superhero. But I still felt terrified as I saw, standing opposite me, a creature that seemed far more detailed and physical than a dream monster normally is. It had a skeletal face with skin that clung to it. The skin looked thin, hence why the face looked so skeletal. It had big eyes. To compare it to things I've not yet seen in movies at that age, I would have said maybe Gollum or the Ark from Lord of the Rings, but obviously I hadn't seen it then. It's not exactly the same, but similar insofar as the skeletal features. The big eyes and sickly green skin. It had what looked like a flap of skin for hair, similar to what Jar Jar Binks or a cobra would had, but not exactly like that either. It had a long, gangly, skinny body, and although it was taller than me, I don't think it was as big as, say, an adult. And it was at this point that it jumped on me, and I remember wrestling with it on the bed. The whole thing felt physical, but considering a five-year-old could hold its own with it, I can't imagine it was too strong. And it may not have been physical, but it felt as if it was. I remember at one point that it bit my hand and I felt it, but I don't think there was a mark there as I'm sure that would have been noticed in the morning. My grandparents heard the commotion coming from my room, so they came running down the hallway. And just before they arrived at the door, the thing had evaporated and vanished. It left behind similar traces that you'd get if you'd say been looking at a light and turned away. So you had the shape of the thing, but it was broken apart in these spots that are very similar to what you'd get if you, like I say, look at a light bulb and then look away quickly. I'm 25 now, and this happened around late 90s, 2000s. I can't put an exact date on it, but it was when I was between four, four and six. When I went back to stay with mum, I did get visitations from these things, but in a less physical form, and there were two of them now. One would be green and the other red. They seemed similar, but less physical these other times. I think they feed off my fear. As I was never harmed, I was kept alive. In these dreams, they only detained me. The first one stands out because of the realism of it. He went on to add, I'm interested in unusual things now, as I'd like to understand the world we live in better. I have a background in anthropology, so I like looking at myths from all over the world, but I haven't seen anything of the same description. I'm open to the idea that whatever these things are, they could be a type of creature that can control their appearance. They could be a jinn or a fae or whatever. There needs to be a taxonomy of whatever beings overlap this world with ours. If they're actually different types of beings or can they change, you know, just form? Or if how they appear is due to projection, maybe, or our projection onto them? I don't know exactly, but I'd like to find out. I have had other odd experiences in my life, but that event feels like the most significant. These cases seem very similar to me. It's just the description of the figure that changes, really. For our first witness, the shape of a short, dark figure was unnerving, to say the least. 
But the second viewing was even scarier. So was this an EMA or an entity of some kind, a being intent on feeding on their fear? I can't see any other reason for it to show itself other than to cause fear. We have had a wealth of new reports from several areas in the UK that have been reported by new witnesses, many of which are sharing for the first time. Included in tonight's podcast are several of those reports and the rest of them I'll bring to you next week. Our next report happened on Boxing Day and it was a Boxing Day to remember when a figure was seen at Loch Ness. And as regulars will know, it was only a few weeks ago, that a very strange report came in from the Loch Ness area. Not Nessa, the creature from the depths that the Loch is famed for. This time, the creature seen was like a woodwoose, a caveman-like. Although, there are other reports very close by that also involve a creature that is unrecognisable, walks upright, is very tall and hairy. Now, a family who live in the area began to note a series of strange events that culminated in a visual sighting on Boxing Day 2022. I was contacted by our BBR member, an investigator, who's working the case at the lock, as she has the trust of the couple and she's able to visit the property. And I am genuinely appreciative of the time and patience shown to this family by our investigator and the personal time she's taken to document the case. Is a quick recap for anyone who doesn't know it. Hi Deb, I got back from Scotland last night. My friend lives close to the lock where you are investigating some recent cases. She had some stuff going on at her home on the land since her family moved in several years ago. She keeps chickens and puts the cracked eggs over the back of her land just for the wildlife. My friend wants to be nameless so I should call her Judith. And Judith said, my son was waiting for the school pickup bus and he told me that he felt as if he'd been watched. He's also heard footsteps coming from behind him on the walk to the stop. He has convinced himself that it's just the deer, but he felt the need to tell me about it. It spooked him. One day my husband left very early to go to work and I was still in bed and I heard footsteps on the gravel outside the window. I thought my husband had come back to the house, but I didn't hear the car pull up. So I looked out the window and I couldn't see anyone there. We do hear strange noises sometimes on the property. My husband is convinced it's just owls as he has whistling competitions with them in the woods around our home. In fact, sometimes he says they are so good that they can mimic him. We do get lots of strange things going on on the land here. Some things were placed around one of our trees, just little twigs that were tied in knots and the footsteps on the gravel. And then there was the fact that someone was opening the polytunnel and eating the food that was growing in there. Another neighbour close by has had a windows in a greenhouse opened. Nobody believes that it's just people, as it's really remote out here, and everyone knows each other, and most of us have dogs. We had a friend staying over, and all this came up in conversation. And my husband shared for the first time that he saw something out by the lock when we moved here. We were getting the garden into shape and my husband climbed up the back of our land when we first moved in. He walked it with our son and the dogs to get familiar with it and see what needed to be done. The land goes up steeply then levels out to a plateau and it climbs up again and so on. My husband explained that on the walk the dog was getting scared. 
But he thought it might be the scent of the deer that was scaring her. And they'd not long been through there and she's quite old. He said they walked until they got to the plateau. And that's when he saw something up there. This thing was about 30 yards ahead of them. It was a figure that was black, furry, and it's standing there with its back to them. He says it absolutely wasn't a deer. It was much taller than him and all black in colour. It wasn't a feral pig either as it was standing upright. And as I say, there is an update for this case that happened on Boxing Day, 26th of December 2022. It happened um, and the witness got in touch with the investigator at 16.44pm and she said, My husband was out and when he returned home, mum was parking the car. He caught movement in the garden area of our land and he saw a really strange figure. The figure ran across our garden going quite fast, even though it had snowed and it was dark. He ran as quick as he could to where he last saw the figure, but it had gone. He described what he saw as he was reversing up as upright and moving quick. It's snowing outside and it had no trouble moving through it. It moved from where the fir tree is next to the chicken coop and off towards the back boundary fence where I often leave our eggs. We did not think to look for footprints until we spoke to your investigator, who's our good friend, and she advised us to do that if we could. It's been coming down hard for hours now and neither of us is prepared to go out there and look. I mean, we can't blame the witness, can we, for not venturing out in the night to an unlit area where this figure has been seen before. I wouldn't follow it in daylight. Mechanical injuries abound in land like that. Seeing something running from a way off is far less confronting than chasing an unknown thing out into the night. You know, little do the couple know, but there are reports from very close by that I believe is probably the same creature or creatures. In 2020, a man staying in his vehicle overnight saw a strange creature he described as dark in colour that moved across the road in front of his vehicle when he was parked up in a lay-by next to the lock. In 2015, the Clava Cairns man was reported in August and that land sits between Loch Ness and an area known as Colbin Forest. And there have been some very strange reports made over the years to a local woman who collects reports of the bizarre and the unexplained. May joined BBR many, many years ago and she's been collecting images of strange finds in the area and has spoken with a number of people who have not only seen these strange creatures, but some of them have been very close to them. One witness is a local to the area and she lives close to the battlefield at Culloden. And she made a report to May in 2015 after seeing a strange figure while she was out walking on one of her usual routes. May explained, the witness wishes to remain anonymous. But she states that she saw a tall, hair-covered human-like figure over at the Cairns two weeks before she reported the incident. So that would be August 2015, Deb. The creature she saw was about seven to eight feet tall by her estimation. It was just at dusk and the sighting only lasted for a few seconds. The lady watched while this thing crossed the site and made off into the trees in the direction of the battlefield. Now the cairns lie in the valley of the River Nairn and there are standing stones and cairns all along its length. The river flows right down to the sea. It's known for its salmon and sea trout and there's a lot of roe deer in the area. It's also close to moorland where there are grouse and red deer, rabbits, hare etc. 
I'm investigator added. I know the battlefield's haunted. The locals speak of the sound of bagpipes that can be heard on a quiet night. And the ghosts of the Highland forces are often seen on the eve of the anniversary of the battle in April. Clavercairns is a protected area of natural beauty. It's about half a mile from Culloden Battlefield. Now, as strange news of the sightings began to spread, our researcher did speak to other locals about their strange experiences. In a report taken in September 2015, a croft owner who has a croft at the north end of the railway viaduct that runs over the Nairn shared his experience with me. He said, Whilst discussing the earlier wildman sightings at Clara Cairns, May were asking around to see if any of the crofters had noticed any animals missing or any strange activity on the land, so I shared my story with her. I think I saw the same figure that was described by the lady who was walking close to the battlefield. What I saw was a big airy man who was walking along the railway line in the south from a forestry behind my croft. I've seen it walking towards the viaduct area of the Cairns on a few occasions now. My dogs were going nuts each time the figure went by. You should speak to my brother though, because he's seen it too. May did exactly that. She reached out to the brother and she interviewed him about five or six days later, if I remember. She said, I'm from the area and I'm out in the fields late at night and early in the mornings frequently. I've seen something really strange about three or four times now. I think it's the same thing my brother saw. I see it usually in dim light, dawn and dusk. The first time this happened, I was out in the fields and I heard someone walking close to where I was and they were coming along the riverbank moving fast. So thinking it was a water bailiff or a gamekeeper, I ducked down into the brush for cover. And as they passed me, whoever it was appeared to be enormous, both in height and width, and they stank to high heaven. I couldn't get a good look at them on that occasion. My clearest view of the figure was one night when I had my nets out and I walked away downstream to disturb the fish because as they panic they swim towards the nets. When I've got them trapped I go off and wait a little while for my nets to set. I come back about half an hour later and I saw this bloody great hairy thing and it was pulling the fish from my nets. I shouted at it to scare it off and he stood up holding a fish, it just walked off in the dark. It wasn't running, it just walked off. I'm six foot three and it was taller than me. I think the thing was around seven foot tall and much broader than I am. I've seen it from further away on other occasions on the opposite bank, but it's never come any closer to me. I think it's the same thing that my brother saw at Culloden. It is in this area that a number of strange stick figures and rock formations, glyph patterns are found in the woodlands. Our investigator May has been documenting them for a very long time now. Some years consecutively, there are deer legs hanging from very high open branches of trees. There are lights or light orbs that move within the forest and can also be seen in daylight and May has filmed these. One local man had a half-eaten salmon thrown at him, seemingly from nowhere when he was out walking his dog. The same dog that's been spooked a number of times on night walks through Culbin Forest. Of course, these areas are vast and they are very close to the sea. 
during the COVID lockdown, our first report of 2022 came in in March, and it came a little further north in Golspe, which is, um, I think, north of Inverness. And a man says that he saw a creature close to his home. The 28th of March, 2020. That's my dad's birthday. Witness report. I was outside earlier tonight, my two-year-old son, as I was collecting some branches for our wood burner. We live near Golspe, Scotland, about 50 miles north of Inverness. It's quite a remote place where we live. A house was built in the 1850s and it's situated near a disused quarry. I had my small son with me and I was just inside the quarry when I heard a metal kind of sound from above me at the top of the quarry. Now I know there's a metal gate there, so I figured it was just a local farmer. But then it struck me that there was no noise from his tractor. I've never seen him up here without his tractor, as it's steep, it's a big sided slope, it's very rough. As we were all in a countrywide lockdown, I thought it was even stranger that somebody would be out walking the land in the dark. He puzzled me, so I decided to go and have a look to see who it was. I have no idea what possessed me to look, other than not hearing the tractor, and the metal sound I heard was quite loud. I suspect at any other time than lockdown, I wouldn't have even been concerned. I'd have just ignored it. So I walked back up to my driveway, distance of about 75 metres. I still had my son with me and I walked up the slope of my garden to get a good view of the gate. I got him in my arms as the slope's quite steep at the boundary fence. I looked left and there was no tractor or anyone in sight towards the gate. I looked right and about 250 metres to the right of me, was a figure. And I can only describe it as a black figure. There were no colours. The figure was quite large and it was bigger than a man. I could tell it was bigger than a man because it was standing next to an electric pole and I could see how large it appeared even at such distance. I immediately realised that it had noticed me watching it as it stopped walking and it appeared to turn and look at me and not move. It looked at me for about 15 seconds and then it continued to walk away behind the disused quarry. There are three old quarries in a row here. What struck me the most was how it managed to walk that far in two to three minutes. It took me to walk up there. It had done that. I also got an unnerving feeling that it knew that it was watching and it stopped moving and it seemed to me to turn around and stare back at me. I wouldn't normally write something like this, as I cannot say I actually believe in it. But what I can say for sure was that it's not a person. And if it was, it was an extremely well-built and tall person who managed to clear maybe 200, 300 metres of high slope land in, what, two to three minutes? To put where I live into perspective, behind me there's nothing but abandoned highland crofts and mountains for about 20 miles inland. My house is situated 60 metres up a slope and I've lived here for a while now. In all that time, I've never known anyone to walk behind our house. The only other person I see up here is the farmer who will stop by to speak to me and I've never seen him at dusk. Given that the whole country is in lockdown, the usually busy A9 roads very quiet and no houses around me that he could have come from or would have been going to. It was fast getting dark as the clocks don't change until tonight, and it was already 7.15pm. Someone out walking there alone 
would be unusual at the best of times, let alone just now. Us city-dwelling witnesses have drawn the long straw when you think about it. In a town or urban setting, you don't have far to run to find a place you can hide, or an area, you know, with lots of people around who can come to your aid. Can you imagine being these witnesses, living out in the wild areas with hardly any passing traffic? Neighbours you see maybe once a month if you're lucky. Being out on the land in daylight must be disturbing, knowing what you've seen and experienced. What must it be like to know what you saw walking on your land could still be around? It probably knows your routine down pat. It could be watching you at all hours of the day and night. It only takes one minute change in habit to engineer a situation where you catch it off guard. And suddenly you are alone. 50 miles from anywhere, with a creature you cannot describe. Hearing that crunch of the gravel must be awful. Or listening to a tapping sound on the window, or a banging on the walls of the roof must be scary. I would be twitching at every unknown sound, which I think most of us would admit to. Just before Christmas, I shared a report with you all. It came in from a family who stayed in a cottage in Deeside in 2018-2019. During the second visit, the atmosphere at the cottage was very different. The sheep had to strange the whole visit, and there was also crunchy sounds on the gravel outside the window. An awful pea-smelling substance was all around the cottage door, and one evening things took an even stranger turn. As the mother in the family went outside to get ice cream from the freezer, she was caught in a sudden feeling of dread. She knew she was not alone. Returning inside was no better. A sudden bang on the window revealed a creature watching the family from outside. I've kept in touch with our witness and she shared a strange occurrence with me that happened recently, which has, combined with recent events, made her rethink an incident that happened around 10 years ago, close to an area where a very recent picture was taken of what possibly could be the very same creature that's been seen by people in the area. Recently, when she was out close to Rohan Cafe, the river was in flood and she and her family members went down to check the levels when something weird happened. She said, we were checking the river level on Sunday the 19th of November after all the flooding. We were on the path below Rohan Cafe Bar and I felt a brief, cold, prickly, shivery feeling up my back. And a woman said, in my ear. Her tone of voice was interrogative and I interpreted it as, excuse me, I need to get past. We just passed a woman walking in the opposite direction. She looks Eastern European and there's been a few Ukrainian families moving nearby. So I thought maybe it was Ukrainian way of saying, excuse me, or like an English person would say, toot toot. I just didn't understand it because of the language barrier. I put my arm on my husband's arm to draw his attention to the fact that someone wanted to get past us. The lady was ready to walk in between us, it felt like, and to direct him to step aside, I pushed, I pushed, you know, gently pushed him to that side of the path. And as I stepped to my side, I looked around and there was no one behind me at all. It was just us. Our son was around, but he was up by the restaurant already. The woman I thought had spoken to me was on the bank and she hadn't moved at all the entire time. 
She was 10 metres behind us at this point and still looking out at the water, she was ignoring us. I was so confused. I knew I'd heard someone. I felt the air move close to us, but my husband hadn't. I had on a massive coat and my hood was up. I shouldn't have felt anything at all, but I felt a cold puff in my left ear. I heard someone and I asked, where is she? I saw my husband who was all, why are we stopping? So I explained that someone just said a nonsense word twice in my ear from right behind me as if they wanted to get past us, but there was no one behind us. Whoever said it, they were very loud and clear. My husband grew up here and after some thought, he said that the land is supposedly haunted by two women who died in a house fire about a hundred years ago. But that wasn't the only strange thing about that day. I saw something else, but beyond where we were by the wall, but I'm not sure I should speak of it. I typed it out, but that paragraph deleted itself. So I'm creeped out. What I've seen was located beyond the now filled in well at the bottom of what looks like a track. It seemed unaware of us and it was cloudy. The clothes on this thing I saw weren't modern. They were woven and far too light for the temperature. This report ties in with a recent photograph that I received of a shadowy figure that was taken in July of 2022. And it was taken by a man out walking in Kirkle Forest. He has a friend who's a BBR investigator, Mr. Bolland, and he sent the image to me in the hopes of clearing up the matter. Sadly, I was not able to determine what the image was, it's quite blurry. I'd not discussed this image with our witness, but I had marked it on my map, adding no details or anything, I just place marked it. I didn't get the chance to work on the report until December of 2022. So our witness from D-side who experienced the voice at the cafe asked me, can you tell me where the figure was seen in Kirkhill Forest? There was a sighting nearby on the next tail over, which I believe is called Elric Hill. There are two sides to Kirkhill Forest, both separated by the road that runs through it. My husband and family like going walking up there on the south side. My husband goes there a lot, so he's going to keep a close eye out on the area for anything strange. He sometimes goes with his father-in-law and frequently walk in the forest. And my father-in-law has told us about 10, 11 years ago, there was a sighting of something in Elric Forest. And my father-in-law was joking around after hearing a story from his friend after this man had shared his experience. My father-in-law said that the man must have been drunk at the time that it happened. And the man said he wasn't. He was just very, very scared after what happened. He explained that he was walking his dog and he realised something was keeping track of them within the woods. What he saw, he described as a big smelly grunting thing and it's followed him down the hill to almost near the car park, terrifying the hell out of him and his dog. He reported what he saw to the police, as well as warning other dog walkers. We found out about it a year afterwards when my father-in-law shared the conversation with us all as we'd been walking there the same year this happened. But we saw nothing. We swelled something horrible, however, that smelled bad, but it wasn't slurry. I can date it quite well because I was pregnant that year with my oldest child. I forgot all about it till I saw your map on your map. Now, the image the witness is talking about shows quite a blurry image. 
Brian was out with his partner in Kirkhill Forest in Aberdeenshire, summer of 2022. And whilst they were walking in the area, the couple noticed a strange figure beside a tree. The quick-thinking couple took a photograph of it. The image was taken on the phone, which is at maximum zoom. Speaking backwards and forwards in Messenger, Brian asked, asked me some relevant questions. He said, do you think this is somebody playing a prank? Could it be a man in a ghillie suit? And he said, however, it would have been during the heat wave. It was really warm at night. And I would agree. The idea of someone dressed up, hiding in a forest, waiting in the hopes of someone passing by, just seemed a bit strange, doesn't it? He said, we were out with our grandson. He was only six at the time. We're taking our dogs for a walk. It was really warm. And myself, my partner and my grandson, we were enjoying the walk. My grandson started to get a bit spooked and we couldn't work out why. So much so that we didn't try and work out what was worrying him. We just left. I snapped a few pictures and I forgot about them until a few days later. I was taking pictures as we were walking out and we wanted to get home before it was total darkness. Now, I'm not saying there's anything in this picture, but it's strange. And it was taken after my grandson was spooked. For anyone listening to the audio podcast, wishing to see the images mentioned tonight, you can find them on my website, which is linked below. I'm not really sure what's in this image. I haven't asked anyone to look at it. I haven't had an analysis done on it. This is the first time that I've made it public. If you are happy to do that, that would be absolutely fantastic. I need all the help I can get. Next week, I will share with you another image of what I believe is quite a clear shot of the face of an unknown being watching somebody from the trees. Along with this image and report, I'll also bring you a number of very recent experiences shared with me over the last few months. More and more people are reaching out now and they're ready to share. With your help, we can give them a voice and a listening ear. It is bitterly cold here today and we have snow. So I'm sitting next to the fire as the light dims, thinking about you all as you listen to my cases tonight. If you're one of the people that joins us on chat on a Saturday at 8pm, thank you. I really appreciate you tuning in every week. I wish everyone a warm half and a full cup. Stay wrapped up and warm and I'll be back at the same time, same day, next week. No star. Good night, everyone.
leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.